Hello, Internet. I'm Finn Ross Russell. I'm Alexandru Mik. And I'm Natalia Anderson from Tuneful TV. And this is The Question. Salutations one and all, and welcome to the third episode of The Question, the podcast where we take your questions and we discuss one of them, except that our lovely panel here have no idea what the question is we're discussing. First of all, joining me on my right, it's the fantastic Alexandru Mick. Hello, hello. How's everyone? Is everyone excited for 2022? I woo, feel like woo, we woo. almost have all the songs. I don't know what's happening with Azerbaijan, but we almost have all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> At the time of recording, Azerbaijan is coming out later today, I think. But who knows? Who knows? And joining me on the other side, it's the wonderful Natalia Anderson from Two Full TV. Hello. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> I'm seeing how much how much quicker can I squeeze your name into the same <laughs> breath. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you for having me back. It's wonderful to be here. I'm very excited. And as at recording, I have started filming my reactions. So um, the, the fact that Azerbaijan hasn't been uh, released yet actually has no effect at all on my progress of going for the... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm very behind, but what's new, hey? <laughs> Without spoiling anything, do you have any favourites so far? Do you have like a song that really gets you? Uh, do I have a song that really gets me? Um, not, not really, really gets me, but I do have some songs that I do enjoy. I, yeah, I have been enjoying the, the ones so far. <laughs> oh, should I tell you? Should I say something? <laughs> should I drop an exclusive? Go on, go on. I really like Croatia. I really oh. like Croatia's song. Oh. Would you run away? But you know what? That song's going to get buried, man. Would you say it's your guilty pleasure this year, I'm... Nat? <laughs> it's not my guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pleasure. I will, I will stand by it. Guilty proudly. pleasure is not a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I had a lot of fun uh, recording my reaction to that song. I have to say. So, yeah. Right. Shall we get to the question we're yes. discussing? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's not about me. God. <laughs> Sarah Nissen asks, which country that hasn't won Eurovision before could potentially be next? Now, you're probably thinking, what are the countries that haven't actually won Eurovision before? I'm glad you asked. I've come prepared with a list. So try and remember everyone on this list. There's quite a few of them. Um, So from the top in alphabetical order, Albania, Andorra, Armenia, Australia, Belarus, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, the Czech Republic, Georgia, Hungary, Iceland, Lithuania, Malta, Moldova, Montenegro, Morocco, which don't tend to compete at Eurovision anymore, North Macedonia, Poland, Romania, San Marino, Slovakia, and Slovenia. Wow, what a list. Any that immediately stand out from that list? Two of them, I think they would have chances. Who? I think Australia and Czech Republic are the two that might have chances. Ooh, this year. okay. This year, I feel like they are 
they are kind of niche. I feel like with Australia, some people really, really love it. And then some people are like, uh. and with Czech Republic, I feel like it's the same. Czech Republic is very commercial, very radio friendly. I think it would be if this was to win, it would be like a song that you would hear on the radios constantly because it's super radio friendly. I haven't even heard it yet. I hope that doesn't okay. spoil it for me. <laughs> but I have heard Australia, and I do think that is quite, it's a lovely song. Um, I mean, for me, I feel like I could, I could speak to uh, Bulgaria. I don't think it's going to win this year. And actually what I say in my uh, uh, review of the Bulgaria song, I think it's a reset. For Bulgaria, they've they've been operating at such a high standard for these past few years. Not to say that the standard isn't high this year, but I think it's just like a let's just send something in that's just going to reset <laughs> and go back to the drawing board and see what we're going to do. You've you've given up the ghost a little bit that Symphonics, the 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 group that helped produce a lot of those Bulgarian entries, are going to sort of produce a winner anytime soon. Absolutely, they can. Their, their production is amazing. I'm actually quite shocked that it hasn't happened already. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, uh, but who, who else who else could actually win in my view? In my view from that list? Iceland? I mean, Daffy felt fairly like he would have been the winner in 2020 had the contest gone ahead. I also think I on a, Full disclosure, they were not my favorite in 2020, but I actually think they had the biggest chances of winning in 2020. I, I feel really bad. I honestly feel so bad for so them. Sad. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I know that I had friends who weren't or aren't particularly interested in Eurovision who were aware of that song and was, um, you know, aware of uh, the group and or David and uh, they were talking about it. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting that it's come out of the, uh, the, the insular like Eurovision fandom and it's actually made its way to like just observers. Um, I feel like a lot of those uh, goes because of TikTok. Now, I keep mm-hmm. saying that also on my channel. I feel so old now. I feel like I am not really relatable to like 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds anymore at this point. But uh, I think that TikTok is like this huge opportunity like a medium for artists to become very popular and Iceland because of that uh, in 2020 and 2021 they became very popular because their choreography their chorus everything was very tiktokable was Mm. you could use it for like short clips and I see even some countries this year trying to do that and I think they're using that a lot so Iceland I don't think this year would be their year, though. What do you think about the UK? The fact that uh, we have a TikTok star. Do you think it will be, you know, the opposite in the sense that he already has millions of followers on TikTok? Not that his song is uh, danceable or anything like that, but do you think it could work in the UK's favour? Are we saying that the UK could win? Not that, you know, we've won before, (laughs) but maybe that I'm changing the subject now. I'm changing the question. (laughs) Well, another spoiler for my channel, uh, UK right now is in my top three. So the chances are very big, but I do not know him from TikTok. I actually do not know any songs from him. I, I don't know him because he was famous on TikTok. I just saw him in my reaction. I was like, oh my God, that voice. Like that's the first thing that hits you. But UK already won. So it's not part of the list. Yeah, it's not part of the question. Yeah, Sorry, stop talking, Matt. Stop <laughs> 
sorry. Let's get back to uh, the question at hand. Let's go to Romania, my home country. Uh, when when we went through the list, like I was pretty much not agreeing with the way TVR prepared everything. They released way too many songs in the first stage, and I I personally did not have the patience to listen to all of them because like ninety seven percent were just like demos, but. Um, I did not think that from the whole list we have a winner. At the same time, now with the guy that won, I do know that he is TikTokable. The Hola Mi Bebebe already like went viral in Spain. So if that could somehow spread in Europe until May, that could be a surprise. I'm still keeping my hopes very low, but I, I I want, I mean, I want Romania to win at some point. It's just that Romania, for some reason, never gets the style of music that I like. Like, every time when there is something that I like, we flop. I really liked On a Sunday. I thought, oh my God, this is going to do so well. Finally, a song that Romania sent and I love. And that was when we didn't qualify. And I was like, no. <laughs> It's it's really hard because when when I like Romania, no one else likes it, and then when everyone likes Romania, I'm like, what? How do you like this? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's it's so it can be so unpredictable sometimes when uh, when like really great songs don't qualify. <laughs> I'm remembering who was it that didn't qualify last year that was so good? Croatia. Kylie like Minogue. Was it Croatia? I don't know. I to like me, Croatia was a super shocker that she didn't qualify. Yeah. Yeah, it was Croatia. Back then, I was still living in Japan and they actually played her song in stores in Japan. I'm not kidding you. I heard her song in Japan. Was the song called TikTok? Yes. Was it that one? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That was such a tune. And, and the thing is, it was a great song. Sorry, Finn. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I just want to say this. It was such a great song. But do you know what? She exceeded my expectations with the performance. She absolutely smashed it on the live performance and on that stage. So I was gobsmacked that it didn't uh, qualify. Justice. Bringing it back to the question. Right, let's bring it back. <laughs> Before our listeners kill us for going completely off piste on this one. Um, Alex, you seem to suggest that you think a, a country that's not won Eurovision before could do it this year. Do I have that right? Yes. I mean, uh, there are countries that I think they could, they are very high. So before uh, the actual rehearsals, I never really take into consideration the odds and the fans, whatever. They, they, I don't really care about them because once the rehearsals hit, that's what makes the difference. And I do feel that some of the, like the two countries that I mentioned, uh, I do think that with the rehearsals, they could jump really high because if you hear Sheldon singing live, that's a killer. Like that's way better. And being on the big stage of Eurovision, I'm sure that's going to be a huge improvement. Um, and yeah, I just want, I don't know, the... Um, the, the public, when, when they choose their winner, not to be stuck in what they like. Because right now, I do know, although I'm really trying to avoid the odds and all that, I do know that Italy is pretty high. Um, and I do agree, I like that song. But I'm still hoping for one of these uh, countries that have never won to kind of like show something like exceptional just to like beat that. I, I, I'm cheering for the underdog a lot. But uh, I do think that some of the never winners they are not underdogs. They are up there. And that rehearsal week 
the two weeks actually they that's gonna make a huge difference what do you think now i mean obviously you haven't heard all the entries this year yet um head to tuneful tv to find out what nat thinks of all the songs as they come out but based on the momentum that you've experienced and seen in previous years do you think there's any country that feels like it's building up towards a good result Mm. soon oh god is there a country that's been building up momentum uh, well, actually, Australia, I do believe Australia has been building up momentum. And I'm remembering, I, I actually thought um, Dami Im could have won uh, that year. Uh, she came second, didn't she? Um, in 2016. In 2016. So, and then since then, I think it's been pretty good. I don't think people really took to Montaigne, to be fair, but I thought that she was good. I quite liked it. Um, but yeah, I think that with Sheldon, yeah, Australia is really going for it. And I think they should... Uh, continue with that momentum so I think that one yeah um maybe one year they they could they could snag the the big prize who else was on the list Finn my memory Um, is like a fishbowl Poland Poland Poland. was on the list I always enjoy um, Poland's uh, um outputs we were talking about the diaspora last time. I mean, surely they've got to come up yes. for Poland at some point soon. Yes, absolutely. I I often often enjoy. Actually, um, oh god, my girls who sang um, "Fire of Love," Palisher, Palisher, Milnowski, Ojen. Okay. Twenty nineteen right? in Tel Aviv. No, no, no. That was the um. That was recently. That was recently. That was in twenty. Palisher. Palisha. Fire of Love. Yeah. 2019. 2019. In Tel Aviv. Oh, sorry, I thought you said 1919. Sorry. No. Sorry. <laughs> 1919. <laughs> oh, yes. We all remember the Eurovision Song Contest of 1919. <laughs> <laughs> they were all dressed in their petticoats and their frocks. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, Mikhail Spack, I always liked him as well. I actually started to check out some of his stuff. But... That song is actually my favorite Polish song. Like, I cannot get over song. that. That result from the juries, I will never forgive yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Poland have been really um, quite consistent, I think. So I'm guessing from, from the way you're answering, am I right to assume that you do not know the song River? No, I don't. No, don't spoil it. Don't. It's okay, actually going to okay. be in my next batch. It's actually going to be in my next batch of recordings. So, okay, so I'm not yeah, going to say apologies. what the fan base thinks oh my about God. it. Yeah, no. And do you know what? I never take... A, um, I never... Uh, I'm never aware of what the fandom think of songs before I start reviewing my songs. That, that's the best um, way. I do the same. I try not to read anything about anyone and then I'm just making everyone angry with my reactions, which is super cool. <laughs> I really just made one of the fan favorites apparently very mad. And yeah, that happens. I like to go blind into it. I don't want to know what people like or what yeah. the odds are saying. It's really hard to avoid though because I'm part of so many um, Eurovision groups on Facebook and I see them. Mm. Right, I'm going to hold each of you to an answer now. The next country has never won Eurovision before who is going to become the newest winner. Maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year or the year after. I'm going to push you for an answer. Don't have to explain it. Just throw yourself in there and go for it. 
Albania, Andorra, Armenia, Australia, Belarus, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Georgia, Hungary, Iceland, Lithuania, Malta, Moldova, Montenegro, Morocco, North Macedonia, Poland, Romania, San Marino, Slovakia and Slovenia. Okay. So I'm going automatically with Australia at this point. I think that they were always quite high up. They make some oopsies like two or three years, but usually they are sending very high quality fandom likable songs. So I would go with Australia being the next one. I'm going to go with Cyprus. I'm going to go with Cyprus because I think that recently they've had some really good bangers and i think that if we are go if we're talking about like the world coming out of lockdown and people being in the mood to socialize and party i think that if they have like a, a like a pop banger like really high um very good uh, production value then um then i think that they could get it with that that's what i think because I can never forget Eleni Ferreira. Like, that as a standalone uh, um, pop star moment was incredible and unbelievable. So I think that if they continue on the, that sort of trajectory, I think that they could, uh, they could do it. And for similar logic, I'm going to go Malta. Because my, my Eurovision robbery was the fact that Irolosco didn't win in 2002. <laughs> which is one, it's one for the Eurovision history nerds, but I absolutely love Seventh Wonder as a song. So if you've not heard that, type Irolosco Seventh Wonder into all your music platforms and go find it because it's absolutely lovely. Right, we only have about a minute left of this Zoom meeting before we get thrown out. So let's wrap, let's wrap this up. Alexandra, where can people find out more about you and your stuff? You can see all my reactions from this year's um, songs. And I just started recording videos with my American friends. One of them have never watched Eurovision ever. Just go on Alexandra Mick on YouTube channel and also Alexandra Mick official on Instagram. And Nat, where's Tuneful TV? Well, you can find me and follow me on YouTube. That's Tuneful TV. I'm currently uploading uh, my reaction videos to the Eurovision 2022. And you can find me on Instagram as well, which is Tuneful TV. And listeners, thank you so much for uh, hearing us during this episode. We will be discussing these questions more. So please, if you have a question that you'd like to submit, um, like follow us on all of our various socials um the two just mentioned but also esc insight on facebook and twitter um and find our posts where you can comment uh, your new questions similarly you can send any questions you have to admin at escinsight.com um and email them in and we'll make sure that we add them to the list for consideration on future episodes that's all from us for this week which only leaves us to ask for the guitars <laughs> This episode of ESC Insight The Question was hosted by Finn Ross Russell with Alexandra Mick and Natalia Anderson from Tuneful TV. Head to our website escinsight.com to check out more of our content and head to patreon.com slash escinsight to support the work we do. 